life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns. And bees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs. And blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette. Trunks in the front, making out for your set. And middle acts doing blow more missing merch. And drive the rental car past another mega church. And juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. Boom. Ah. Oh. Ever since we've been starting off with that uh, song in the in the in the recording, um, I hate it. Oh, really? <laughs> I, can't, I can't listen to it anymore. <laughs> uh, maybe, oh, maybe it's time to maybe it's time to get a new theme song. Aaron, what do you think? Disagree. Oh, you disagree? <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, I was just uh, kind of getting tired of it. You know, kind of like Hotel California on the classic rock radio stations. It's very catchy, though. It is. Mike Furman and I did that. Mostly Mike Furman from Hard and Firm. Don't shake your head like I wrote some of the lyrics. Okay. <laughs> Who produced it? And that's his wife, uh, Donna Fineglass, going, woo, during the uh, bachelorette party thing. Anyway, thanks for tuning in the Road Stories podcast. I am your host, Murray Valeriano. We're part of the All Things Comedy studio. What's going on at All Things Comedy this week or this month? Uh, well, like I said, we just shot something for the election, the inauguration today. Timely. So uh, keep an eye on Facebook and our YouTube page for... And who would be in that particular uh, uh, shoot? That would be Al Madrigal and the guys from The Dollop, Gareth and Dave. I like a couple of those guys. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) I got to see Dave Anthony on At Midnight the other night. Uh, Always very funny. Dave's a good friend. Like Dave, like Gareth, like Al. Al runs this. Al and Bill Burr. Al Madrigal and Bill Burr run this... uh, a whole outfit. Oh, nice. We got a big party coming up too, yeah? Is that for public uh, no, information? not at all. All right. No party at all. <laughs> Forget, <laughs> Forget, nothing Forget you. Nothing we at no, all. We don't like Move parties along. at all. At all. <clears throat> I got I, I guess I'm losing my voice. Do I sound like I'm losing my voice, Aaron? A little bit. Yeah, yeah I, want, I want to take back what I said earlier because as soon as you started on the microphone, I went, oh, no, you are losing your oh, voice. Oh, okay, yeah. god damn it. All right. First of all, since uh, last we spoke, listeners, and Ken and Nate, we'll all introduce you in a second. I've been sick, like yes. every day. Like mm-hmm. I get back from San Francisco last week. I was soaking wet, and then I end up getting sick. I was on the bed, on the bed. I was in the bed all week. Yeah. I finally feel great today. I get up, and my wife's like, how you feeling? I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so now I got a show tomorrow night, and I hope I don't lose my voice, and I got to do another podcast after this. But <clears throat> joining us today is uh, a, a gentleman who I don't see nearly enough, I have to say. Oh. Uh, Ken Gar, comedian, very funny dude out of Chicago, I believe. Yes, I am. And some guy named Nate. Some guy yeah. named Nate. <laughs> Who? Nate Weatherup, right? <laughs> Never heard of him. No. Ah. Oh. oh, well, I yes, hope he gets here soon. Good. Good. Um, <laughs> I like having new comics on the show. You guys have never been on the show, so no. uh, mm-hmm. I know my listeners. My listeners love when I uh, get the Chris Hardwicks and the Maria Bamfords. I'm sorry, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. No, sorry. But they really love <laughs> when they discover a new comic. Yeah. So that's why I like bringing guys on who they might not have heard of. Well, thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. And I like to think I'm jump-starting your career a little bit. It's We're getting we're getting the Murray push today. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I have to say, the weather sucks, man. It's torrential downpours out there again. I apologize. We have, it hasn't rained in five years, and I get yeah. you guys out here in the drenching. We're, well, getting, that, we're getting all caught up right now. I feel like like all the rain we've missed in the last five years, it's right. all happening. It's this. like binge raining. It's like we just <laughs> got to do the whole thing right now, this week. <laughs> well, I hate to be a nerd, but if it's not raining up in the snow and up in the Sierras, it's not going to mm-hmm. do us any good. Yeah. It's going to make my front lawn look great. Yeah. <laughs> but, need that snowpack. But we need that snowpack to run it out. Um, but I also have to say this. Thank you. To the uh, men and women of the John C. Stennis uh, aircraft carrier that I performed on in January for this raincoat. Yep. That's it, is, nice. it is yeah. waterproof. It is keeping me warm. It, it is great. And I've been in it every day. And I love it. That looks, yeah, it's pretty sharp, dude. And I have to wash it. It kind of smells a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been sick since you got it. Yeah, so. yeah right? <laughs> oh, the, other, the other thing about the rain is I, I, have, a, I have a five-year-old son, and uh, we bought him a... Uh, uh, just massive jungle gym for the front yard for uh-huh. Christmas, and we had it installed, and it's rained every day. Oh, since. oh yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he enjoy this in three, days, three, four months. <laughs> By the time he gets to use it, he's too old to get in it. <laughs> Poor kid, just I'll like it at the window. <laughs> Man, I'm really bummed. You know, I've been sick this week, so I don't have a, I don't have any, any, any new. Real stories to, to to open up the show with. I had to cancel one show because I was so sick. But I am doing a 
I'm doing a sober house tomorrow night. Have you guys ever done? Oh, you might have done it. I have done one before, yeah. Have you done the Radford house? No, I don't Mick, think uh, Betancourt used to book it. Nope. No. Oh, okay. You guys know. You're a Chicago guy, right? Mm-hmm. Are yep. you? Are yeah. you about Chicago? Oh, yeah. Cubs hat. <laughs> Duh. Uh, so I'm doing that tomorrow night, which I'm really, my friend Laura House books, and I'm really excited about it. Mick tried to get me on it a bunch of times, but I never, okay. never worked out. <laughs> and then I, it made me think of one time Mike Siegel and I got asked to do Karen Rontowski books the Oasis House, which is a, uh, a house for like a recover. I don't know what you go. It's a place where battered women go. And oh, okay. Yeah. Shelter. Shelter. Thank yep. you. Uh-huh. It's a nice. It's out there in the in the boonies. And then she. Wanted to, she asked me to do a benefit, and I asked if it was the Oasis. She's like, no, it's at a theater in Hollywood, which is actually the UCB now. And so Mike Siegel and I did it, and we showed up, and we brought like a six-pack of beer. Oh, wow, no, yeah. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? This is a sober. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I didn't know. Fine, we'll drink outside. <laughs> Murray tailgates all of his shows. <laughs> hey, what's with the grill, bro? Oh, That's how I roll, man. <laughs> how, do you, how do you like these steaks? <laughs> But I'm excited. I, I love doing those shows, and uh, I love it. They're always good crowds. Yeah, they are. You know? <clears throat> they're uh, Well, it's because it's something to distract from their sobriety. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if they heckle you, they have to make amends right afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Do you do them out here, or do you do them in Chicago? I did. I think the one I did out in Long... I did one in Long Beach. I never did mm-hmm. any in Chicago. But oh, there was one out in Long Beach. Beach. I, for, I forgot who books it, but... Um, but it was great. They're always really warm, welcoming crowds. Absolutely. Have a great time. Have a good time. I wonder if I can sell merch at this. Is that cheesy? Is that right? Come on. Well, Wait, it's what? not It's not like Over Shoppers Anonymous, right? I don't, I don't think right. so. <laughs> Shopping addicts. OSA? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, man, I'm really bummed. I have to do another podcast after this. I hope I don't lose my voice. Oh, I'm going to get some tea. All right, you guys This is going to gonna be a 24-minute podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can, just, uh, me and Nate will just talk to yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. That's hey, like did you, uh, did you get milk? Yeah. <laughs> are you guys roommates? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Aw, adorable. Yeah. Ken is dressed like a homeless person, by the way. Oh, thank you. I've got my <laughs> Iowa hoodie on. And uh, uh, it's Iowa Biz Caz. Are you kidding me? Beanie. Right. What's on the beanie? Uh, this is, oh, I got this in uh, England. It's West Ham uh, Soccer Club. Oh, are you a soccer guy? Uh, I wasn't. And then I had to go to a football match in England. Uh-huh. I just, it was on my bucket list. Okay. And it was amazing. Yeah. Of course, being an American, I, I, I was uh, like, 20 minutes late getting there <laughs> and like I didn't know I had no idea what b- football culture is but mm-hmm. it's just like they're they start on they time they are all yeah they are there on time but like you know a lot of like a baseball games like oh we'll get there like second third inning oh, okay. sometimes you're finishing up your tailgate trying not to light your car on fire but putting coals underneath it <laughs> uh, but yeah we stayed behind the pub like at the time I was I was drinking and I was like alright I gotta finish this beer I'm not gonna I paid like whatever for it and I gotta make sure I get my money's worth absolutely but, yeah by the time we got there it was like 2 nothing already and Game over. Yeah, yeah game's over. Like, yeah, an insurmountable <laughs> lead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you don't drink anymore? No, I stopped drinking about four months ago. Uh, by on purpose? Yeah. No, I just they won't serve me anymore. <laughs> like, get out. It was my choice. The judge, you know, he agreed with me. I gotta, you know, blow into a tube. Just no, I'm kidding. Right. No. But uh, but yeah, no, I I, I made a, a personal decision to just stop drinking. I I really wanted to kind of focus on my career mm-hmm. and um. You know, I think it was, you know, as comedians, we're in bars three, all the time, 150 <laughs> nights a year. Right. You know what I mean? And so it gets really easy to get kind of caught up in that lifestyle. And I know myself, I'm not that like, you know, one or two beers and, and uh-huh. head home kind of guy. I'm just like, we're here drinking, we're doing it. Right. So for me, it was easier to just kind of quit altogether as opposed to try to like, you know, drink like a normal, sure. mature adult person can. I think one thing about performing in town here is that you have to drive everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that really curbs the drinking. Oh, yeah. Because I can go to the ice house and have a beer and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but I generally hardly even drink anymore. Yeah. Unless I'm in San Francisco and drunk and doing karaoke. And the other thing is, is that, you know, uh, a lot of people my age have, you know, families and kids. And a lot mm-hmm. of time drinking just goes away as more responsibilities take over. And for me, I'm just, you know, a single dude in his late 30s and just hanging out at bars all the time. So I just, uh, you know, I wanted to change my life and see if, you know, things changed for me and got mm-hmm. better. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> On an unrelated note, I'm looking for a new roommate. Yeah. <laughs> Nate lost his drinking, buddy. Boring. I didn't sign up for this. I mean, we had an agreement, and now all of a sudden I have to feel guilty when I'm drunk by myself. Well, it doesn't help that you're sitting in the living room and I'm like, oh, you're drinking again. <laughs> right. 
So where do you guys, you guys started in Chicago? Yeah, yeah. Really? Nate's Nate's originally from Detroit. Yeah, I grew up in Detroit, started yeah. comedy in Chicago, and I, I lived there for like 10 years, so it's easier to just go, yeah, I'm a Chicago guy. Who's from Detroit that I know? I don't know. Kid I, Rock. Kid Rock. <laughs> oh, Heffron. Yeah. John Heffron. Yep. Oh, he's yeah. Got, he's got comedy like, Castle guy. Yep. He's yeah. kind of like the big guy out of Detroit, right? Him and Bob Seger? Uh... Well, you, uh, Nate opens for Dave Coulier. Oh, is he a Detroit guy? Dave's yeah. a Detroit oh, guy as well. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, everybody assumes he's Canadian. Oh, yeah, I guess yep. so. I assumed he was Canadian also. Yep. No, it's the hockey thing. Yeah, yeah no, he, uh, and he's he dated Detroit. Alanis Morissette. Yep. She's Canadian also. Detroit is effectively Canada. Like, is it up there? I don't yeah. think I've ever been. It's actually, uh, oh, yeah. Detroit is the only point in America that is north of Canada. You have to drive south to get into Ontario oh, really? from Detroit. Yep. Even more north than uh, Maine? No, no, no. It, it's the only place that's actually uh, north of Canadian landmass because it like sticks oh, out. Oh, 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 oh. So there's Canada. You actually have to drive south to get into Canada. Nowhere else do you do that. Oh, okay. Well, that's a fun fact about <laughs> yeah. Detroit. A little geography <laughs> on this show. The more you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Coulier and I used to have the same manager for yeah? a while. Yeah. What's he doing these days? Uh, just uh, raking in money hand over <laughs> fist. <laughs> with Fuller, just, ha- Fuller House. Was, oh, Fuller House. I it was up. one of those yeah. things where he was like, hey, uh, the girls are doing this new show, so we're going to go do a couple episodes. It's going to be cool. And then six months later, it was like winning. It won People's Choice favorite uh, whatever uh what is Award? it called? Like, well, the the show, but it's like uh, not prime time, and it's not a network. It's streaming, basically. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. they have sure. the new category yeah, right, for right, Netflix absolutely. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just won the People's Choice. It, I mean, really it's immensely popular. That's amazing. Oh, yep. Yeah. There's not a lot of family content out there. No, that makes sense. I yeah. mean, it was yeah. a huge, it was a huge hit back in the day. And and Full House has been running for what 20 years nonstop, like Easily. 28. You know, so yeah, like it's yeah. never like, been off TV. It's since ne- they, yeah. So yeah. like every generation has grown up watching repeats or like us. We, That's we what threw me off yeah. is when I first started opening for them and I'm on the road and I've got my friends. Either like their kids or like just you know my cousins that are twelve. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I, when she gets home from school every day, she turns on Full House and watches it. And I went, I had no idea. Wow, yeah. it's like never You're off an the uncle air. Or bad parents, <laughs> stick them in front of a television. Jeez. Well, I mean, if if you're gonna learn some morals from not your parents. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, um, the Tanners are the They way could be watching Narcos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, side note. Kimmy Gilbert, yes or no? Huh? Kimmy oh, Gilbert. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, totally. I had a crush on her when she was 11. <laughs> okay. But I was young, too. I was going to say, yeah, it was, it was, it was fine. <laughs> 26. <back then>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just hung out at the studio, you know. Just, just get an autograph a picture. Kimmy Gilbert fan club president <laughs> right here. <laughs> so have you, is there a spike in his audience since that? came out? Uh, yeah. Um, he actually kind of quit doing the road for a while just because they went season one and it went so well that they immediately signed off on season right. two. And then he did a children's book, like an audio book mm-hmm. uh, online sense. and it, it immediate number one bestseller. So he's been touring the world, promoting the show and writing mm-hmm. a second book and recording all the songs and all that. So uh, he, we were doing clubs and now he, he'll get theaters from time to time. Oh, wow. He's like, yeah, if I can do that many people one night and then head back home. Sweet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way to do it. Do you have to be super, super clean now, uh, or has it always been? Su- is it like I, Brian Regan? It's definitely clean. clean. Uh, when I first started opening for him, actually, the Chicago Improv called me and they went, "Hey, Nate, we got Dave Coulier coming into town. You're probably the only guy in Chicago clean enough to open for him. Oh, okay. You want to do it?" And I went, "Absolutely." Hung up the phone and went, "What the hell did I just agree to?" <laughs> I never thought of myself as being that clean, but I went, right. I, "I guess I don't really do any like really dirty jokes, and I, I'll just take out the swear words." So when I first started, it was squeaky. Uh-huh. It was nothing whatsoever. I'm like I took the word uh, jackass out of my set, right. just like being so safe, and then and replaced it with fuck balls. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which was a really weird choice. Yeah. <laughs> and then just slowly over time, I would just like push the boundary. Like, is this okay? Right. Is right. this okay? And basically, it got to like, don't say fuck, don't say shit, don't be graphically sexual. Sure, you're fine. Right. Yeah, because I've actually heard Dave on the radio promote shows, and he'll be like, he'll be like, bring your kids, bring the whole family. It's a totally oh, are there kids there show. in the audience? They, uh, there have been. Oh, that's nice. I think the most afraid I've ever been to be on stage. We were doing Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. uh, and we were doing. I got there and I was checking the times online, and it said G-rated show, and I immediately hit up Dave. I'm like, I what the fuck is G-rated? <laughs> I'm not a cartoon. What right. am I? What am I supposed to do for G-rated? He goes, you know, we didn't tell him that. Don't worry about it. You do you, and I'm like. 
So now a bunch of Mormons think that they're getting G-rated, and you want me to go up there? No. Right, right. And then I show up, and sure enough, the owner of the club, he's like, yeah, my grandkids are coming out tonight. <laughs> we had five-year-olds at the late show. Oh. It's 1030, and I'm like, you know what? No, you're just a shitty parent. Yeah, That's yeah. no. No, yeah, I'm not going to clean up anything. I you thought your aunt and uncle were bad parents, but right. they're not taking them to the 10 o'clock right. show. The five-year-old sitting in the second row of the Saturday 1030 show, and I went, nope. You're this is ha- your fault. And you're getting heckled. <laughs> Heck. <laughs> Booger. Right. <laughs> Booger. Uh, nothing Heard scares it. me more than performing for kids. Yeah, oh, it's uh, the give worst. me a three hundred full of drunks. I can handle yeah. them. I yeah. just something about kids. Just it just my butt puckers. It's haunting. It's because you feel a responsibility towards children that you don't feel towards drunks. Interesting. Like you're elaborate. like I could do something that legitimately fucks up their childhood. Right. <laughs> versus a drunk, you're like, well, screw. You. I don't care. I have no care for you whatsoever. Oh, didn't you tell them the story about the Santa Claus in Vegas? Oh, God, this has happened a couple of times. Uh, I have a joke about a little kid that I wear earrings, and Uh I was delivering pizza years ago, and this kid opens the door and just goes, do you have earrings on? I'm like, yeah, man. And he goes, you're a girl, and just walks away. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, the joke where I'm just like, first of all, it's not nice to call people names, Mm -hmm. and second, there's no Santa. Right. (laughs) Because fuck that kid. That hurt my feelings. Right, right. And I've had a couple of times where people had kids in the audience, and I was, we're in Vegas. Dave and I are at- In Vegas, the, by the way. We're at, in Vegas in um, yeah. South Point Casino. Yeah, yeah, totally. And we're, so we're doing the show in Las Vegas in a casino. I finished mm-hmm. up the first show. I get off stage, and I check on my phone. There's like a, a Twitter message, and this woman's like, well, thanks to Nate Weatherup, I now have to have this really awkward conversation with my daughter on the drive home. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you brought a kid to a casino in Vegas for a comedy show. You're going to have to have way harder right. conversations with this child when as they're As soon as we're done people. getting tattoos, we're going right, to have yeah. to talk. <laughs> what? And because I immediately I had this pang of guilt, like that, oh, crap, I didn't even think about that. I to- And then I went, no, no. No, right, I did right. nothing wrong. Right. Kids in Vegas freak me out. It is it. weird. Yeah. yeah. It is so weird. And I and they're up at all hours of yep. the night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense to me while they're walking the casino floor at 1.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's And it happens all the time. Oh. It's not like, oh, look at this kid. It's there everywhere. Like, Vegas was where you went to get away from your kids. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mommy and I dad. I thought that was like, the whole point. Yeah. My mom and dad used to go, you know, see Elvis. And they'd like, you know, and back in the day, it cost like four ninety nine right, to fly right. to Vegas. And you got steak on the plane while you were yep. smoking. Yeah, you got free rooms and free food. Right. Yep. 99 cent steaks. Vegas and- is, and I don't know how often you play that. I play Vegas about three or four times a year. and I was three or four times a year until the improv closed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's cha- it's changed. Over the last 10 years, it has become... You know, it's seven dollars for a beer. I was I was sit down at a at a bar. This was back obviously when I'm drinking, and uh, I ordered a beer. And the the bartender literally goes, "Well, how much how much did you wager on the poker machine?" Yeah, I was like, oh, I, "I threw like ten bucks." And he's like, "Yeah, you got to throw in twenty, and you need to bet at least three. And I looked at him. I go. What what happened to this place? Yeah. <laughs> like, this used to be about us. Right, right. It used to be about, right. like, let's get this dude as messed up as we can. Right. So he so just keeps throwing money, money in this They used to bring you beers at the, like, if you were at the nickel slots, they were just like, whatever. Oh, yeah. If you're drunk enough, you might keep spending it. Yeah. Absolutely. I did, this is my, my trick is I put the 20 in, and then I order a drink, mm-hmm. and then I leave. And then yeah. I cash out and leave. Yeah. I've never had them have to, say, wager once or oh, twice yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. It's, but it's, <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, I got a free beer. You just lost $150. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> suck down that Sierra Nevada, will you? And the thing, and I think we talked about this on the episode, too, and the, listen, all my listeners know I love the idea of Vegas. I mm-hmm. love performing in Vegas. I love saying, I'm, you know, I'm a performer. I perform in Vegas. Yeah. And, but it, and I hold that, like, kind of 70s in the back of my head thing, you know, where, where, I still it, wear where suit. it meant yeah. something. I wear yeah. a suit every night in Vegas. I don't wear a suit. I tried it, though. Yeah. I tried the suit. It just doesn't suit. I know. hate suits on stage. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I feel like a fraud when I'm in a suit on stage where I'm just like, I, this is not who I am. That's and exactly you can, they how can I see feel. through it. Like everybody yeah. here's disappointed me for faking it on stage. Yeah, it's like you're not fancy. Well, I think obviously your act has to fit that. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yep. And, and I kind of play this yeah. very brash character. And, and I I do I I've been doing this stay at home dad kind of frustrated car- like style lately. So mm-hmm. look, looking pretty, and I now you don't know this about me. I look great in a suit. I would imagine so. Dashing. Very much. Yeah. Dashing, Dashing is the word I use. Yeah. Dashing. Yeah. And uh, it just doesn't suit me on stage, like you said before. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, the last time I was in Vegas, I did it, and I was a two, like, I did a half hour before this, like, singing impressionist guy at the improv, and so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wear a suit. This is going to be, I didn't like it on stage, but man, 
did the hookers come out of the woodwork? Right. right. I was walking from my room. Now you know why I wear a suit. (laughs) (laughs) The secret is out. (laughs) And the other thing is, like, I'm I'm like up there. I'm in a suit. I'm in a three piece. I got a nice vest on. And I'm looking out, and there's just and there's like dudes in flip flops and Mm -hmm. who farted t-shirts. And I'm like, why are they? Allowed in here dressed like yeah. that, you know, on a Saturday night. And that's the other, and that's the other, I don't know if I'm just old school or whatever, but that's the other thing that drives me nuts is that you'll go to the, these four or five star steakhouses mm-hmm. and people are just wearing shorts and flip flops. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what? I'm paying $50 for a steak. And I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm paying $50 for a steak and I got to look at your toenails. Right. It's disgusting. The other thing is, you're taking somebody out. Yes. Yep. Dress nice, will you? Yeah. And then and I always point them out on it's like a Saturday night if they're dressed up, especially in right. Vegas. I'm like, that's how you dress. Yes. You know, when they show up in a suit and a gown, then I make the guy in the no sleeves and the Make America Great Again t-shirt stand up and I <laughs> right. make fun of him. Right. But come on, this is Vegas. And you're taking somebody out. Yeah. You're taking somebody out. I mean, when I go out with my wife, who I see every day, yeah. I dress a little nicer. Yeah. Now, the couples that freak me out in Vegas are the mismatched ones. Like, you know, they're like from Idaho. Mm-hmm. And it's like the girl's gorgeous, like a 10. And she's like literally married to a two. Right. Because that's all that was available in her town. Aww, you know what I mean? Like, girl. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just looking at him like, what? How did this happen? Like, like what do you do for a living? It's like, he work- won the arm wrestling match. Right, yeah. <laughs> he just grabbed her by the hair and pulled her into the cave. <laughs> and I'll be like, what do you do? He's like, I work on an oil rig. And I'm like, what do you do? She's like, I miss Idaho. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> but he's got that oil money. You know? Right, yeah. And of course, my sincere apologies to listeners in Idaho. Yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah. Both of you. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I'll be at in Nampa. <laughs> <laughs> the, other, the other thing about Vegas now, and I, I learned this last time I was there, is uh, all uh, who's Bal- is Bally's the one who owns everybody? I forget who owns MGM now. Is it MGM or um, MGM? I uh, yeah, it's it's like an MGM property. Yeah, so right. MGM owns like about ten properties. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. They are now going to charge for parking. Dude, they are flipping out out there. Are they really? Yeah, the locals especially. Oh, Isn't that what killed yeah. Trump's uh, the Taj Mahal in? Uh, Jersey, right? Where did they parking? Yeah, or the fact that he put it in Jersey. No, yeah, no, yeah. That, like that. <laughs> or, or it was Trump. I was reading something uh, about it where it was just like they couldn't, uh, people couldn't get there, and so they built this parking structure, yeah. but they made it a charged parking structure. And oh. People went, I'm not going to pay you to then pay you. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like I'm not doubling down, and it killed. That's one of the main things that killed off the yeah. casinos. Out I there. wonder how long that's going to last in Vegas. Well, they 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 speculated that they were going to generate around six or seven billion dollars in revenue but mike you know to to nate's point it's like you've just lost all of your money on the tables yeah right and now your car is stuck here because you can't get your car out because you don't have ten dollars left on your credit card it should be a pay as you go in you don't want to pay out but i think that's really what kind of what has happened to vegas is that it's become so corporate and so yeah it really disney but with kids yeah (laughs) But yeah, it's it's kind of lost its luster for me, and especially what? now that I'm not drinking. I just did my first uh, sober week in Vegas. Right. Oh my God, we get it. You oh, quit no. drinking. <laughs> uh. Nate's actually drunk right now. But hey, uh, hungover. But I'm just yeah. But I'm just like, oh God, what a boring town when you're sober. It is. Wait till you get married. Oh yeah. It's even boringer. <laughs> but I miss it. I miss it. I, I miss it. I, I used to love working the improv a lot. It's a yeah. shame that went down. I'm surprised you don't do the Laugh Factory out there. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that off air. <laughs> okay, okay. I just figured you knew Harry. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to hear that story. Do you uh, do uh, Laugh Factory and uh, Brad Garrett? No, I just do Brad Garrett's. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I am very fortunate to, to play Vegas three or four times a year, but I don't know if I can handle more than that. Oh, that's it. I love the work. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. great. You get a, a week. They take great care of you, especially yeah. at Brad Garrett's, the best club. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I just, I don't have any desire to be out there six, seven, eight weeks a year. No way, man. No, you know? I mean, at the end, the, the factory, the Brad Garrett does it right. One show a night. Oh, my God. It's a, it's the best. One show, Factory yeah. is still doing two shows yes. seven nights a week. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Combine one and you got a pack. You're same right, ticket right. sales. Right. Same ticket sales. And it's but a better you have show. a sold out room. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, pack the pack the room up. Yeah, I don't know why they do it that way, but yeah, 
Brad Brad built that club based on his angst of working the road. Right, right. You know what I mean? And so yeah. he he's like, what? Uh, however I was treated on the road, he's like, I want to do the exact opposite. And that's so. good because, and we were talking about this last week, I think, uh, rarely a comic does that when they get their own club. That's true. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, man, when I get my own club, I'm going to treat us right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's going to drink for free. Limo at great. the airport. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And then yeah. they get their club and they're like, $5 for a beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, you get you get your first one free. Yeah. The first one. I played one where not they a, not at the one up north. I yeah. played one where they handed me tickets. I'm like you can use the tickets for drinks or for food, and I was like, "You're going to charge for food? Yeah. I'm like, what is the profit margin on food on chicken right. fingers? Right. Yeah. A thousand percent. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, ticket, ticket. Well, if their tickets are free, aren't they? They're drink ticket, like a little ticket. Like, right. like I'm only allowed to have two free drinks, and then after, and this is for the whole weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. For the weekend? Yeah, they Not give you for like- the night? Yeah, you, exactly. You can right. use, like, they'll give you like four tickets and you can use them either for drinks or for food. And then once those are gone, that's it. Now I forget, do you still drink? I don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Yeah, I don't drink. <laughs> Guys, come with me to a meeting after this. Huh? He's going to be out I like Ken, that Ken is just, basically he's complaining about the fact that he got two meals per show. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm not getting drinks, so yeah. I guess I'll have the steak and yeah. the chicken. But I want to know, like, who, who the comedian was that worked there that got so drunk everyone in the so 80s. much liquor that yeah exactly everyone <laughs> yeah yeah it was just john fox <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, honestly that john fox probably has a stronger impact on the stand-up comedy uh industry than any other single person like the michael jordan rules yeah right the john fox rules yeah. right we're gonna you get so many drinks per did you ever work with john fox no i did Never not have the pleasure him. i worked with him once did one, you one weekend at uh Oh, what's it up in at the old steakhouse up in Pleasanton? Uh, not Rooster Tea Feathers. I forget. I forget what it okay. is. But and I said I've told the story before. John Fox comes up a lot on this show. Surprise! He's surprise. a legend. He's a a legend. Well, he's like comedy's own inside joke. Like yeah. we all yeah. know. Yeah. And uh, he talked me into going into a strip club with him after the show. <laughs> yeah. Of course. And this is before I was married. And uh, the only time I'd ever seen strippers bring somebody else drugs. Really? Like this. You're like, John, we heard you were in town. We basically walked up with a mirror. Well, the guy's like 87, yeah. too, and strippers are still good. I'm like, all right, well, he did something either really right or really wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because all like when he passed away, all the eulogies like were like, we get it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. No big surprise. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'll be your legacy, Ken. Right. Oh no, you stop drinking. Yeah. You're no fun. Just hard drugs now. It's just coke. Just, oh, just straight, straight heroin. heroin. Yeah. 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 Just. Somebody asked me if I had coke the other night. Where was that? Your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, I can't do this jumping fun. You got any Adderall? Come on, man. Hook me up, bro. I remember I was at a party a couple of years ago, and, and like a like my like not a comedian party, like a my wife's friends and our mutual sure. friends, and 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 she was like, this woman was like, do you have any coke? It's an L.A. party, man. I know, but I'm yeah. like, I know your kid, man. Like, what are you, <laughs> I'd um, be, doing? I think I'd be more surprised if a comic asked me than somebody else. Like, I feel like Coke is such, like, it's a very cool thing for, like, corporate people. Uh-huh. Where it's like, if they're really going to cut out, they're going to try to find some cocaine. Because I've seen it so much more there than I ever have. Oh, like, really? Hanging out with comics, yeah. I have yeah, I know, oh, you know, it's fun. It's because comics are broke all the time. Exactly. Yeah, it's like Florida that Coke money. I feel like I'm repeating this story again. I apologize, but I was at the I was at the Ice House where Mm -hmm. Ken and I met, and I love that club, so I'll never say anything bad about it. But I was standing in the back, and I was like, I smell Coke because Coke has a smell, Mm -hmm. and I I, honestly haven't done it in 15 years or whatever. But um, me neither. (laughs) Whatever, (laughs) get off the floor. Why is your nose bleeding? <laughs> so it's the, the weather's changing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but it has a distinctive smell. And I'm like, sure. and I go to the sound guy. I'm like, I smell, do you smell coke? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I asked the other comic who will remain nameless. I'm like, do you smell He's like, I don't smell coke. And then he leaves and then comes back. I'm like, man, I smell coke. And he comes back and he's all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, oh, all right. Now I know why. You got I smell allergies, coke. bro? Yeah, yeah. It's obvious. <laughs> allergic to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you eating powdered donuts again, bro? Must have been really dark in there. Your pupils are so dilated. <laughs> now what? I, I I love having Chicago comics on the show, and we're going to mm-hmm. continue your Chicago comic Nate because I've had different levels, not not levels, but different eras 
of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. So, like, the Jimmy Pardo era, and mm-hmm. then, uh, like, Kyle Kinane, yeah. uh, Mick, uh, John Roy. Where do you guys fit in? You come in after that or before that or during that? I come in, uh, so I started in about 2001. Uh-huh. So I started with, like, uh, Hannibal Burris, mm-hmm. uh, TJ Miller, uh, with kind of those guys. Okay. Now, they, they left, and I had a full-time career I was kind of doing stand up in the beginning as very much a hobby. Right. And then, uh, you know, I really didn't go, really, I guess, pro, so to speak, until about four years ago. Yeah. Uh, so I was just doing like weekend feature work, headlining one night or stuff like that. And then finally, like, the call became too strong. And so I left. But yeah, I started with those guys, uh, uh, Kumail and Johnny. Uh-huh. Um, those guys. Oh, are, that's where his accent's from. Yeah. yeah. Chicago. Okay. It's right. a South, South Side. South, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Gotcha. <laughs> Get out of the car, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I kind of started with those guys. Okay. And, and they obviously have blown up and gone on to great things. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm doing my stuff. Are so. there still a series of like one nighters outside the city? And always. Oh yeah, always. Uh, Nate and I just did one uh, up in Platteville, Wisconsin, the Arthur House. <laughs> Twenty-one years in running doing a comedy show. Really, mm-hmm. yeah. weekly or monthly? Uh, it's well, it used to be you know back in the heyday of comedy, it was four or five shows a weekend oh, at, wow. at yeah. this. Two Friday, this, two Saturday. Yeah, two Friday, two Saturday, and then uh, now I think they're doing like um, I think it's one one Friday, one Saturday uh-huh. now. Uh, but we went up there for a corporate guy, a gig. The guy that owned. The movie theaters in town, uh, and he and owned, one A W restaurant, one A and W. He was doing his corporate Christmas party. Yeah, so we we, we did that gig on know. New Year's Day, right? It was yeah, yeah, it was on New Year's Day. Yep, the I believe the Christmas party the, on New Year's Day. It was a corporate party because it was like the only day that his movie theaters were closed or something. It was oh, like the only right, day right. they could sense. do it, and it was in Wisconsin, and it was uh, a lose and you're out uh, Packers game. Right. Packers did versus the Detroit Lions. If the Packers lost, they were out. And it okay. was, we were driving up. We were like, this is going to be eight people. Right, yeah. sure. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be terrible. Yeah. yeah. But since it was a corporate party, it ended up being fine. There were okay. probably, what, 50, 60 yeah, people there? Yeah, about 50 people. Like yeah. And Who did I do a corporate party with before the holidays? I'm looking at you, Aaron, just because I'm looking at you. <laughs> I know you don't I'm know like, oh, Aaron is his road manager. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Aaron, who was I working? Oh, Biff. <laughs> Uh, Tom Wilson. Yeah. Oh, okay. so funny. And it was a corporate part. And the first one we did Friday and Saturday. And yeah. the first one was just like pulling teeth. Oh, so like, yeah. Because like yeah. the boss was there. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. You know, you, you, you hear these stories about Christmas parties and how everybody just loses their shit and gets yeah. drunk and hooks up in the copy room. Yeah. And mm-hmm. photocopies their butt. And then they make a movie about it with Jennifer Aniston. Right. It's great. Yeah. It's not that good. Uh, <laughs> but when they, go to a, when they go to a Christmas party at the club, they're uptight. Nobody wants to drink. Oh, right. They don't know if they should laugh. Everybody's trying to figure out how long they have to stay. Right, yeah. right, like, yep, right, I right. put in my appearance. Right. And yeah. it, it was just like... And this yeah. one actually had a kid in the front row. Yeah. Yeah. Really? During Nate's, yeah. Nate, Nate was nice. It was kind enough to open for me. And uh, yeah, they had they, 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 like a two-year-old right in the front row. Yeah. And then but, she, but that was the thing. If she was yeah. young enough that I went, well, at least she won't remember it. Yeah. Right. So, you know. Yeah. Did you... Curb your material real quick. Well, I um, guess you, you probably got it in the you got the kid set in the back pocket. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Is it yeah, that's kind of reflexive. So we're just like, all right, so which things don't I talk about? That one, that one, that one. Okay, let's go. Yeah. I always say I'm not a dirty comic, but I talk about adult topics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, that could be anything from mortgage to sex. You know what I mean? Right. Sure. So it's not anything. Or having fiddle. sex on your mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and clean means something different to every single person. Oh, absolutely. Like, you'll have certain clubs where it's like, don't say the F word, but if you can be as graphically sexual as you want to be or something. Yeah, as long as you don't say that. Yeah, swear as much as you want, but don't talk about this, don't say this. I I remember the first time I was asked to be clean, it was, I think it was with Kevin Pollack. He's like, you got to be really clean with Kevin. I'm like, all right. Yeah. And uh, then he opens with a joke about teabagging the gravy boat at Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I didn't actually say my balls. I just alluded to (laughs) that. You were gonna but, say something, can I? But no, I, I mean, I, I did a one nighter, and and the Booker was just like vehement about you have to be clean, mm-hmm. work clean. This is my first time doing it. I was, I think, I was just starting off as a feature, and I was like, okay. And then the MC came out literally with a strap on, <laughs> and just started like banging it on women's faces. What? And then I get a call like on Monday, like I'm so sorry. I'm like, so is that clean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are we talking about here? Right. <laughs> It was never actually inserted anywhere, so. <laughs> right. There was no penetration of the audience. So. Uh, I did that uh, casino over the summer where I wasn't allowed to say fuck. 
Oh, really? And a casino. A casino. Yeah. And a casino. Well, with the kids there now, I guess it's probably not. <laughs> we like to get them gambling young. Yeah. You know, they play war, solitaire. This is kind of off subject, but kind of on subject. Hooters is a family restaurant now. Yeah. Which I, because there's a gig on the Third Street Promenade, and I used to walk by Hooters to go to it, and there's just kids in there, and this is uh, Hooters. I remember the first, I, I went to Hooters for my 16th birthday, <laughs> and it was like, the highlight of my life to that point. Mm. I mean, it was just like the girls were gorgeous oh. and they totally wanted me. And you know, oh, yeah. like, they, <laughs> call, so they called me honey and uh-huh. sweetheart. Oh, sure. And I like, she, she made direct eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote my phone number on the back of the receipt. Yep. And I was just like, there's a connection. Yeah. <laughs> See, the first time I went, uh, my dad took my little brother and I, I was probably. 13, 14. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't want to be here with my dad. Right. Because I knew what was up, but (laughs) my little brother was like nine. Right. Our waitress comes over with the biggest to that point tits I had ever seen in my life. And she was this gorgeous woman. Uh, She takes like our drink order, walks away. My little brother, I will never forget, looks over at my dad and goes, Dad, she had such a huge nose. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, never lose that innocence, Alex. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, she had a nose? Right. <laughs> Innocent or anti-Semitic? I'm th- yeah, well, I'm 13, so I'm just like, I'm in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I ever went to Hooters, and this is a true story, I went to Hooters with my friend, and his name was Jay, and he ate 25 hot wings. Oh. And I was more interested in that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I really Their wings are great. He's like, I can do it all. I can do it, and he ate 25. Wow. That's the one thing where it's like, I, I just went to Hooters when I was back in Chicago over the holidays for the first time, and I don't even know the last time I was at a Hooters. The last time I did uh, the Hartford Funny Bone, probably, because that's the only place you can walk to from there. Right. Um, but I, I, their wings are great, but yeah. nobody will ever believe that. You're like, no, I just, their, their sauce is good. I, right, I went right. there. Then get them to go. Right. I don't understand. <laughs> well, I, I wanted dinner and a show. Just swing by and get them. <laughs> yeah. We have takeout. Yeah, they have Postmates. Somebody can bring them to you. <laughs> So, what do you see? All right, Coulier packs it out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, so you get sweet treatment one weekend, mm-hmm. and then you head off on your own, right? And then I'm headlining in Appleton, Wisconsin. It's like, all right, yep. We canceled two of the shows because nobody's coming, right? And, right? Uh, right? Only one Thursday, one Friday, two Saturdays. <laughs> That's the weird thing about this business. Like, oh, one yeah. week you're high, and mm-hmm. then the next you're just like, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this in front of five people. Yeah, you're yeah. not allowed to have three consecutive good weeks in comedy. <laughs> like, if you have back-to-back great weekends, whatever you have booked next, you just go, fuck. Oh, yeah. What's happening? Something yeah. is going to go horribly wrong. I tell my wife all the time, like, yeah, I'm, I'm in for one. Yep. I haven't had one in a while, and I'm, I'm about due. That I'm is the comics due. mentality right there. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you can't be, enjoy it. You go, yeah. oh, no. No, 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 no. This is all going too well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something around yeah. the corner is going to yeah. be awful and make me question my life. Yep. I was in Chicago a couple of weeks ago uh, doing shows and visiting family and had a great set at the Laugh Factory and I was like feeling good. And then all of a sudden I get in the car and pull away and you hear the thup, 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 thup. Yep. Oh, son of a. Four degrees out oh. and, we a, and we get a flat tire. Yeah. Four de- no gloves, no hat. Because I'm an idiot. Yep. I'm from like LA. I'm driving. Now. I don't yeah. need to be outside. Yeah. I'll be in a warm car. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am, like changing a tire with my buddy at f- at two in the morning. It's four degrees out. Ugh. And then I got uh, now. I stay with my my folks when I'm back in Chicago. You know, and uh, I'm I was driving my dad's Buick Lucerne. No mm-hmm. big deal. <laughs> and uh, I go, yeah. After, is that named after a city in Switzerland? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, it's Lucerne. Um, and it's uh, dairy I go, free. Yeah. <laughs> There's no cows. I so I tell my dad, I'm like, yeah, I got a flat tire. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, there's been a slow leak for a while, <laughs> and you know that when the when the weather gets bad, it just deflates. And I'm yeah. like, maybe a little a heads yeah. up there, buddy. Yep. <laughs> Next time, you know. No, I knew you were coming. Yeah, yeah. Change it like a man. Yeah, I figured I'd rather you do it. Right, yeah. That's what he was like, oh, Ken's coming into town. Just let it go. Yeah, yeah. Either Ken will do it, or I'll just wait till spring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse my coughing. Oh, sure. Man, this sucks. I can't be sick anymore. This stinks. This is such a drag. Well, here's the thing. It's been hilarious watching everybody in L.A. not know what to do with having a cold right now. Right. Because this this is Midwest fall. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like oh, it's yeah. 70 Listen. yesterday. It's 50 and rainy today. The only difference is in, in the Midwest, tomorrow it would snow. Right. And then it would go back up to 80. Right. So th- we're, this is just, yeah, you're sick for like a month and a half and then it gets cold <laughs> if you don't go outside. Yeah. 
Listen, I grew up in Jersey. I know about cold weather and snow, but I have, I've been here you so forget long. I've ad- I am such mm-hmm. a weather puss now, yep. and I'm yeah. proud of it. Whenever people are like, oh, don't you miss the weather? They're saying, don't you miss the shitty weather? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't. No. And people are like, oh, you know, you got soft since you moved to L.A. I'm like, that's why I went to L.A. Yeah. I was always soft. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, it did not like the weather. Yeah, here. I'm just making peace with it now. Yeah. 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 I'm coming um, out as soft. Hey, check out this selfie at the beach. <laughs> it's I, February. In December. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I don't do that anymore. I did that one time at the beach. I took it because the East Coast was just getting dumped on it. I yeah. I'm like, hey, how's the weather back in Jersey? And then like. Nine people had died and delete, delete, delete. Back and looked on CNN. Uh, Murray like, Nana passed last <laughs> night. <laughs> the furnace broke and she died. <laughs> anyway, I'm going surfing, bitches. Whatever. <laughs> so we have this question on this show that we ask, and it's: uh, uh, Have you ever had anything thrown at you on stage? Roses. Uh, oh, wow. No, no. <laughs> Such a great show, Uncle. Uh, no, I don't believe so. No? No. I I'm was very likable. Leave and then come back and don't get something thrown at you. I was pres- I've never had a bad show. How does that work? Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Just for saying that? Yeah. The shit you're going to eat this week, right. right. wherever you're at. I'll be at Universal Bar and Grill on Monday night. I don't even want to be sitting next to you right now. The right. comedy gods are just... Oh. I, I was... I have not had anything thrown at me, but I was present for oh. uh, a comedian who was doing a bit about uh, it was like a, a bit about amputees or prosthetics, and then all of a sudden, this dude literally just threw his leg. Out I've of heard the that story on this show. Who oh was that? my! Well, it happened to Brian Hicks in Chicago. Okay, Brian Hicks is a staple in the Chicago comedy and great guy, and mm. he's a one-liner, you know, very quick. And he was doing a bit about, like, and then that guy lost a leg. And then all of a sudden, you just see this leg fall on stage, and he was just, there's nothing he could no. say. There was nothing. You win. Yeah. It was the funniest thing I've ever somebody, seen. Somebody, somebody on the show was yeah. at on this sh- was Front at that row. show who told that who told that. Oh, story. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my Aaron, God. can you look up see who that was? Yeah, thanks, thanks, Aaron. Get back to us. But yeah, I mean, it was. Aaron uh, just said "fuck off" with his eye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he did it. It was the Barrel of Laughs uh, in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, the good old Barrel, which was around for 35 years. <laughs> I didn't realize it was around that long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 35 years. Okay. Yeah. It hung around until 2010? Something like 11? that. Oh, really? Yeah. That? Oh, okay. The longest running show in, in the Midwest, it was called. Uh, Bill Brady hosted it. Uh-huh. It was called. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and sure enough, Brian was featuring, and that leg went flying, man, and the, <laughs> we lost our shit. Oh yeah! Oh come on! It was amazing. the best. Yeah, and then like he had to like literally pick pick up this dude's leg and then just hand it back <laughs> to him. You know, I would have kept it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah right. Would have kept it. Yep. Oh, like it's prop time. <laughs> um, now, if I'm not mistaken, the barrel of laughs was what we call in the business the urban. Club? No, is that correct? No, not correct. It's oh. it's a suburban. It was out in in, in Oaklawn, Illinois. Okay. Um, and uh, Emo Phillips, Judy Tenuta, uh-huh. those are two kind of the the, the main guys that are or comedians that kind of got their start. Okay. There. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think like back in the day, like Catch a Rising Star was out there. There was an improv out there. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, in, in the heyday, um, uh, that that's where we're kind of like those those guys went. Um, but no, very much a suburban room. Oh, okay. Yeah. What am I thinking of? Who was there? Something on the south side? There was jokes and notes. Uh, jokes and notes ran by Mary and uh, notes. That, yeah, jokes and notes, and that okay. was kind of the urban club. Okay. Uh, on the southeast side, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm getting my uh, How many are there now? There's like five now, isn't there? We yeah. There's um the zanies. Yeah. There's the three zanies imp- <clears throat> uh, improv out in the suburbs. Laugh factory in town. Uh, Up. Uh, well, the Up isn't really doing stand-up anymore. Yeah, they are. Yeah, well, they Rory Scovel was just that. Yeah. Oh, well, they started I, booking again. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, you got Riddles out in yeah yeah. I'm Lincoln banned. Lodge still. Lincoln, Lincoln Lodge yeah. is still going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I just saw something on Facebook for a fundraiser for them. Okay. Yeah, they're trying to actually build their own club. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're doing a big fundraiser thing, uh, which would be awesome because it's a great group of of local comics, and right. their whole idea is basically making a showcase club in Chicago, oh, yeah. which they don't have. Yeah. Right. So I I love it. I wish a lot of great best. comics came out of that. that's where where Hannibal and uh-huh. Beth Stelling, Kyle Kinane, T.J. Yeah. Miller, T.J. Miller, yeah. those guys all came out of Lincoln Lodge. I say this every time about <laughs> Chicago because I work the improv in Chicago. I never mm-hmm. see Chicago. 
Oh, nope. yeah. I never see Chicago when I go to Chicago. You're like keep, an hour outside of town. And I keep telling myself, you know what? Next time I'm going to go in a day early. Yeah. And I never do. Yeah. And it's like, how was Chicago? I'm like, well, I kind of saw it when I Great was at the airport. <laughs> yeah. Great yeah. mall. It's a P.F. Chang's. <laughs> yeah. No, you got to check it out, though. It's it's the, the, one of the most beautiful cities in the world. I know. Everybody loves it. Everybody oh, yeah. loves it's the best. It. Everybody yeah. loves yep. Chicago. Now, what kind of one-nighters are still creeping around on the outskirts? Um, there, uh, oh, uh, Peru bowling alley. A bowling alley? Uh, yeah. Wait, in Peru, Indiana? Peru, Illinois. Peru, Illinois. Which yeah. used to be like a big show. Like they have headshots oh, yeah. of every great comic from the 80s and 90s. Really? It was like a stop yeah. between towns. There was like a little did. circuit. The Yoders still book a bunch of one oh, yeah, okay. out there out in Michigan. And uh-huh. you do like, you do what, you know, the, you call it the Yoder run. Yeah, yeah. Where you go up to like the UP and then you come back down through Wisconsin, and then you end up in Milwaukee. Yeah. And like I, I just like re-hit, I reset my odometer, and it literally put on like sixteen hundred miles, oh, and sure. drove yeah. around Lake Michigan. <laughs> yep. And I was like, oh man, I made like three hundred bucks. This yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sitting pretty, man. That's After awesome. food and gas, I'm sitting on a buck eighty. <laughs> yeah. I how, sold a CD. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how's that bowling alley gig though? Is it in the bowling alley or is it in a back room? No, nah, it's a back room. Okay. But like, it's it's so funny because they start off the show. Um, though actually I'm thinking, I'm thinking the one in Sheboygan Falls, Wisconsin, another bowling alley. Because a lot of these small towns, just like the bowling alley is the entertainment center. Sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so the back room, they would start off the show with, hey, anybody want to tell a joke? And then people would get up and start telling internet jokes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, now they're professionals. You know what I mean? So right. it was always kind of like a slow start. Yeah. Because your opening act was literally like reading something off of their phone or, or Internet jokes. Joke. Is that what we're calling take-home jokes now? Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. 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 Our street jokes is now yeah. internet jokes. It seems like every time I, I work the room, it was like, all right, these three black guys walking, like, oh, here we go. Yep. I'm like, oh, there it is. Yep. But yeah. Um, the only time I ever did the Prue Bowling Alley, it was for a uh, class of 2001 high school tenure reunion, which was also the year I graduated high school. And I okay. had to go do this uh, reunion. I'm like, oh, perfect. These are my people. Uh, but I, I also had not been invited to my reunion. Like, I found out <laughs> after the fact. Like, people were posting on Facebook, and, like, half the class didn't get invited. I went to a really rich high school, and it was very clicky, and, yeah. So they basically invited the people they wanted there, and then I had to go do this reunion, and I was trying to joke, and then I realized, like, I was just really bitter. <laughs> so I was the one that ruined the beginning of the show. Like, everybody else was having fun, but I'm like, you know, screw you guys and your stupid reunions yeah. and your friends and still talk to you. Yeah. Oh, oh this is a big hole to dig out of. <laughs> Whoops. Nate put himself in the locker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll just go back to where I'm from, the locker. Worst street, uh, street joke I ever heard in that stupid way they open shows by bringing drunk guys up and telling uh, internet jokes or whatever was uh, drunk guy. What do you call two fags fucking? Fags. Wow. <laughs> I like the twist. You didn't, you just yeah, didn't see. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. worse. You know, that guy, biggest laugh of the night. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it oh was yeah. The worst. It was the worst. And I don't know why, I, I don't know if it's because I, I shaved my head or what, but like, Especially you play like a lot of these smaller towns, they feel so comfortable just walking up to you and telling you the most racist jokes. I don't yeah, know if it's ever happened to you guys. All the time, but all like, the time. It's yes. just they just walk up. Hey, you want to hear? A good, and, they, and they're always whispering. Yeah. And say, hey, man, you want you want to hear a great joke? And I'm like, oh, no, I don't. Not if you can't I say really, it at full volume. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that happens. White, pro, white white privilege always comes out of a whisper. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't realize Milwaukee is a pretty racist town. Is it really? And that, like. Wisconsin is well. That's the thing. It's like shout I, out to our listeners in Wisconsin. Yeah, what, we I, love, I we love Wisconsin. I yeah. love Wisconsin. It's my favorite state to perform in. I have a blast up there. Oh, those so audiences fun. are fantastic because they're like blue collar but educated. Like mm-hmm. you don't have those really far ends of the spectrum like you do right. in a lot of other places. I love Wisconsin, but regularly people will not only the jokes, but I was at a bar and the bartender. We were staying above it at a condo, and mm-hmm. the owner or the, the bartender, as we're eating, me and the other comic, she just goes, "By the way, just a heads up, it gets really dark in here on Fridays." And in my head, I'm like, "Oh, like galactic bowling." Like I was like, "Cool, there's a dance party." <laughs> I had no idea what she meant. I was like, "All right, cool." And then as we're walking away, it dawned on me, and I'm like, "What? Hey!" Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, I just accidentally was like, "Oh, cool, yeah." yeah. Like, good. Accidentally, <laughs> I had no idea what I was saying. <laughs> And I wanted to go back and be like, you know, <laughs> fuck you, don't. Yeah. <laughs> now she's wondering, like, why did why does he refer to him as galactic bowlers? Yeah, right? <laughs> Never heard like that it's one. Got a good oh, yeah. great! You mean you know the galactic bowling's coming in? Great. <laughs> she's like, I think he's a Scientologist. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> That's why I, I, I'm always surprised when people come on my show not having listened to it before. Because why would you go onto a show 
and then all of a sudden be like, so them Jews, right? You know, like, yeah. you're like you don't know what you're getting into, man. Yep. And it happens a lot. Yeah. I find. <laughs> I was a little put off by all the swastikas hanging out around yeah. here. Well, <laughs> a little well, weird. I don't want to have to mention it. Okay. All <laughs> well, right. Let me tell you what you're not going to find on this show. Galactic bowlers. <laughs> <laughs> they are the worst. <laughs> you still doing morning radio out there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They do. Uh, I do um, the Comedy Cafe in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that once or twice a year. Which is a good club. I've yeah. never been out it's there. It's a great club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And like Nate said, I mean, people in Wisconsin, they, they're great. I know a lot of people that tape their CDs and specials out there mm-hmm. because they're just so great trained to to love comedy. Yeah, there are people that go to the club because they want to listen and laugh. Yeah, like heckling. Yeah. Even when it happens, it's not even bad. Like it's no. the kind of heckling where you just kind of you you riff back with them, everybody laughs, and you move on. Right. Like there's never that second round of it. Or I, well, plus the comedy cafe for years was owned by a biker gang. Yeah. Oh and really? So, oh yeah. They were the yeah. disciples. Oh, 49, no, the outlaws. Forty nine minutes You're into this. Forty nine minutes into this, it gets interesting. Yeah, talk to me. Yeah, so, I didn't know that. It's owned to, by the. Tell them about getting paid there. Oh, well, this is funny. So right, hold they, on. it's run by bikers. Yeah. yeah, or it was. It was okay. And uh, they, like real bikers, or like real bikers? no like outlaw, real outlaw bikers for bike Christ. Right, outlaw okay. bike yeah. club, which is like the Hell's Angels main enemy. Okay, what are they called again? Sorry, the outlaw bike gang. Okay, right. And so they need, uh, a, they need a better name. So every time you go, uh, you know, you're like, oh, I'm going up to the cafe for the first time. You would like literally comics would sit you down and be like, these are the rules. Oh, really? Don't talk to anybody. Don't say anything to anybody. Stand in the back. Don't ask for anything. Like just, you know, do your time. Don't go over by one second. Don't really? go under by one second. I've never seen a headliner get yelled at for doing 47 minutes on a one show night before. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? yeah, yo! Now, I gave you the five minute. You were two minutes over, and the comments yeah. like, nothing is happening after this. Right, right, there is right. Nothing. Wow. Yeah. Right. Now, now the cool thing is, is they dealt with hecklers very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like a, a gigantic dude would walk out and put his Duke. giant paw. Duke. Duke. Would, Duke. Duke would walk. Duke is the biggest man I've ever like. Right. Honestly, he's like God. Mr. Incredible from like the yeah, Incredibles. Yeah, totally. Yeah, he looks just, exactly like him. Oh, hilarious. And he's a hey, I'm Duke. Right? And that <laughs> yeah. just every I'm Duke. And then he'd walk up and then he'd put his his hand on the, the, the heckler's shoulder and then they would just that'd be it. Yeah. They don't they're done talking. And he'd say, If I have to come back, you, you know, boom. And they've they've dragged hecklers out and kicked the shit out of them. Wow. Oh yeah. And so uh so then after the show, uh they have this like little bar top gambling game. And they're like, that's how they, you know, that's how they get you. Like, oh, come here, come play, shoot some dice with us. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, I like dice. And I say, you know, like you owe them two hundred dollars. Right. <laughs> like, what the heck? What the hell? <laughs> so now at the end of the weekend, when you get paid, uh, yes. the the you'd go down to this basement, uh-huh. right? And you'd walk through the room where the the girls are counting the money, the waitresses, naked, tips and like all an American gangster. Yeah, and you'd sit down <laughs> in this office, and the. Uh, a the windowless manager, office. The windowless the office with one exit, and Duke is standing by it, and the manager would open up the desk, and he'd take a gun out, and he'd put it on the desk, Jeez. and he goes, he go, how much did I owe you? Yeah, what did I say we were going to pay you? What did, I, what did I say you were, you were going to pay me? Now, I grew up on, on the south side of Chicago, right? right? And so the two stories I have is, is, one, there's this guy, Howard, who started off as a valet there, mm-hmm. and he used to bust comics balls all the time, and so... I'm standing there, and it's like one of my, my, maybe my second or third time, so I'm getting a little comfortable hanging out with the guys, and Howard looks at me, and he goes, uh, he goes, and right before I'm going to call my name, he goes, hey, what would you do if I, I stuck this uh, pen in your fucking eye? And right before I'm going on stage, and I look at him, and I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to back. I look at him, and I go, I go, Howard, I'm from the south side of Chicago. He goes, yeah, what does that mean? I go, bring some fucking friends. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And after that, like all the guys are like, oh, this guy's the best. Right, you know what right, I mean? right. And so later on that weekend, uh, he, you know, they go to pay me or whatever, and he does the gun trick. He puts the gun out, and you know, he's, oh, how much did I owe you? And I literally pick up the gun and go, oh, this is awesome. He's loaded. Like, oh, put the gun down. Put the gun. Put the gun. You know, that's the best, dude. I was like, oh, you're gonna be a tough guy. We can be. T- I can be a tough guy too. You know, pay me my money. <laughs> Uh, they still run that place? They no, they, they sold, sold it. it. Okay. Yeah, they sold it, and now uh, the new owners moved locations. But it's it's a great club, and yeah. Eric still runs it, and he's such a great guy. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. There's a go- oh, you weren't around for the girl at the ice house whose dad was uh, high up in the Mongols. 
Oh, really? The, okay. the Mexican biker mm-hmm. gang. He was like high up wow. in the Mongols, and she would drop. She would get dropped off on his Harley, and she was smoking hot. Of course, yeah. And she's like, I don't have a boyfriend. I'm like. I know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody around here is talking yep. to you, and we know why. You want to date somebody? You need to move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Witness well, protection. what's coming up with you guys? Any burning, oh, what do they call it in the AA rooms? Any burning desires? Any, uh, re- I have several. Any, any, re- any story you wanted to tell that you didn't get to tell before we get out of here? No, man, this was a lot of fun for yeah, me. Yeah, this is yeah. awesome. Yeah, I had a great time. It's your chance to step it up, Nate. I feel like I've been carrying this show. <laughs> wow. <Personally. Yeah. laughs> I think honestly, best response ever. The, the only story that I was thinking of on my way here that we didn't get to, and I don't know if you did that. There was uh, an old room in Cedar Falls, Iowa, mm. that had a regular that uh, had done a porn. Uh, a regular audience member. That. Yeah, just, she oh, was yeah. a regular. She was there every week. Uh, her name is Rebecca Cummings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and at the end of the week, she would always give everybody her porn. Oh. And like an autographed copy of her porn. Okay. And so, of course, you immediately go back to the hotel and watch it. Because how often does somebody go, hey, this is a video of me fucking. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. Picture, <laughs> picture a woman from Iowa. You are correct. Yeah. Okay. It is the most <laughs> stereotypical farmer-looking person. And so you're like, I don't really want to. But you can't not. Right. And then you watch it, and it turns out it's literally like her and a girl hooking up at a party, and somebody has a camera on them, and Ron Jeremy has happens to be there. Okay. I don't know why, but he just kind of walks in, unzips, and it's literally like watching Ron Jeremy open mic fuck moves. <laughs> like, it, that's what it was. Like, it was just him being like, I just thought of this on the way over here. Right, I'm going right. to try it out. <laughs> and it was the most interesting thing I've ever watched, because you're like, nobody in this is attractive. I'm not turned on, right. but it's just like watching him be like, all right, I got. can I do five yeah. on this chick? Like, and Ron yeah. Jeremy is not an attractive man also. At all. Right. No. Yeah. Oh, man. Huge it, fan of comedy, though. Yeah. He is. Huge he huge shows fan. up yeah. all the time, man, around here. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea that those moves, like three movies later, are great. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you got to workshop them. Yeah, you, know? you got to uh, workshop them for the thing. <laughs> Bear with me. These are new. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And again, I want to say hi to my mom who's listening. Hey, yeah. Mom. I, uh, <laughs> all right, what's going on with you guys? Where are we going to find you? What's happening? Talk to me. Uh, this, uh, well, this Saturday. I'm this is sure. going up Sunday. Oh, this okay, perfect. Um, uh, I, what do I have next? I have got... Uh, oh, the uh, Las Vegas. I'll be at uh, South Point on January 27th. Oh, nice. I'm headlining the Dirty at 1230. Nice. Uh, One of my biggest regrets is not doing that show. It's oh, so that much guy fun. always asks me to come down, it's but so after two fun. shows on a Friday, I'm like, nah, I'm going to go back to do bed. It. It's I'll great. do it next time. Yeah. And you don't have to be dirty, too. And right? I'll be opening no. for Ken on that because uh, I want to do it. It's the most fun <laughs> show. Oh, really? Oh, it's so much it fun. It is. It's yeah. all Vegas locals. Sure. Like 350, 400 people show up. Yeah. Easy. It's great. It's yeah. just so fun, especially if like you're dealing with Vegas crowds all week, right. which are fun, but can be work. Sure. Uh, these guys are just like, let's party, man. Let's do it. Uh-huh. And, and they have a great time. So I'll be there uh, January 27th. And then on January 26th, the night before, I'll be in San Diego at the San Diego Comedy Festival, which I believe is at the American Comedy Club. So I One of those. Was that what it's called? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but check my website out, KenGar.com. KenGar, two R's. Two R's. One N. One N, yeah. An A and an E. You know what? I actually have nothing coming up. Okay. And I'm so happy about it. Yeah. I was, I was, so I moved out here two years ago, almost exactly two years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first year and a half, I was on the road for half of it. Like, I right. was never here. And right. I finally, at the end of the summer, went, all right, I need to be in LA. There's yeah. no point in paying LA prices to live here and not be here. So, uh, probably uh, late spring, I'll start booking out again. But right now, right. I'm just hanging out. I'm like, I'm doing haha cafe Local tonight, shows. but yeah. Yeah. this will not air by then. What's today, Friday? Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, so it's local shows. Yeah, it's just local shows. Yeah. It went great. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you have a I'll website you right or now. anything? Yeah, uh, nateweatherup.com. How do you spell weather up? Weather like outside, up. Uh, like up. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, anything? I'm, uh, everything is at Comedian Ken Gar. Okay. And uh, I don't know, I get my own podcast if you guys want to check that out as well. Nope. Can we do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Podcast. Wow. All right. Wow. The ball's on this one. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Whose name's Murray, on the show? I appreciate yeah. yours, and I'm not even going to listen to Ken's. All right. Thank you wow. very much. Wow. Now, what's your podcast, Ken? Uh, it's called Benched. Bench Podcast. Uh-huh. I do it with the uh, the Playboy advisor, Bridget Fetises, who writes for Playboy. Uh-huh. And it's a relationship uh, podcast. It's great. Aaron knows it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, Nate, you're 
social media? Yeah, all it did Nate Weatherall. All Nate Weatherall. Yeah, I'm the awesome. only person on earth with that name. Look at yeah, it. Yeah, I know, I know. Wow. But you went with uh, because I went. I didn't go Valeriano on mine because it was too hard to spell. So I just went Murray mm-hmm. V at Murray V on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, Murray V Comedy on Instagram, which I just kind of started over there. That's a lot of fun. I got to take pictures and put them up there. But uh, at roadstories.tv, Ken, we have a donation button. Yes. And you can donate to this podcast. Nice. And you can donate whatever you want. You can do, but if you donate 10 to $15, you get a CD. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Right? Right? If you donate 15 to 25 you get a t-shirt whoa how, how many podcasts give back seriously i like seriously if you owe 25 a cd and a t-shirt get out of here yes whoa. how can you not do that and for if you a, give 100 combo package i'll put a gun on the desk <laughs> 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 but uh so it's right there if you want to uh donate to the podcast feel free and i say this every time if you don't donate Still going to do the show. Yep. Yeah. I'm still going to do the show. Yep. It's an hour of free entertainment every week, almost every week for close to 10 years. Yeah. So, uh, and I think, I don't know. I've been talking about maybe this the last year about doing it. And we've got jumping funds to pay for. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> is that my, is that the thing I put in my I think so. jumping is that fund? Is, is that That's what it's called? Mid, I, I called it, is Jungle Jim racist? I No. No? I've, now I, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> Was it? It wasn't before. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I think you just made it there. All, right, well, <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, come see these guys when they come to your town. Very funny. Thank, as always, guys, seriously, thanks for listening. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And fees, fights, canceled flights, running with the runs Blacklists, bounce checks, great, a bachelorette Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow, more missing merch Drive the rental car past another mega church Juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon